welcome back to Modern Revolutionist. So I titled this week's episode, A New Norm, which stands for normal, because there's a few things that I see that people do all the time and they consider it normal. It's normalized. We're actually taught to be this way, either directly or indirectly, meaning we've internalized messages that this is the expectation, or we respond to other people's inappropriate responses to us if we don't do things a certain way meaning we experience things like guilt trips from people around us when we don't do things the way that they want us to do. And so what I'd like to do is address the most common five things that people do that are normalized that should not be normalized and then give you the new norm, what it should look like in a healthy society, in a healthy world, in a healthy family dynamic or a healthy relationship dynamic. So this new norm is something that we should all work towards. If you find yourself doing any of these five, listen for the healthier expression of it that I share, and then that'll help you begin to release this old normal and step forward and embrace the new norm. And then then you will find that you can begin to come into your own power, start to operate in a healthier way, and release these bad habits. So the first one I'm going to start with is agreeing with others instead of sharing our true thoughts or perspectives. And we do this because we basically want to blend in and we want to feel accepted. When we agree with others, when we go along with what they say, instead of sharing what we really think or feel, we are not speaking our own truth. Our truth is a combination of many things, but at a most basic level, it's our own view, our own perspective, our own opinion, our own thoughts. What we think about something matters, and it matters most to you because every single time that you don't speak your truth, every single time that you just go along with what others say, you are dishonoring yourself. You don't think it's that big of a deal, but it actually is simply because you are not speaking truthfully and thereby you are not showing up authentically and the person that you are speaking to or the group, they are experiencing an inauthentic version of you. So what do we do about this? We simply begin to speak what we actually think. It's that simple. We don't agree with others just for the sake of agreeing with them. It's okay to have different perspectives, different viewpoints, different thoughts on a matter, and we have the right to speak those. If the other person can't accept them, that is their problem, not yours. Now, you do need to be aware of how you're speaking, right? We don't want to speak abrasively, and we don't need to take our viewpoints and shove them down someone's throat. That's not what I'm suggesting. But I am suggesting that you simply speak authentically based on what you really think and feel. And when you do that, you are honoring who you are, and you are showing up in the world in a more authentic way. One of the things that you're going to have to overcome in order to do this is that need to either blend in and not stick out because we can feel very uncomfortable when we stick out as different or the need to be accepted. 
If you have a deep-seated need for acceptance at any cost, you cannot show up authentically because being accepted from other people is more important to you than honoring your authentic self, than showing up as your authentic self. That is a very unhealthy, disconnected state to be in. That is a state of extreme low self-worth. You need to do your own work. You need to heal. You need to come in to self-value. You need to respect yourself more. To be accepted for inauthenticity is not something to be proud of. It's something that we need to release. However, acceptance and the need for it is rather ingrained in our society. So don't beat yourself up over this one. Just understand that if you are doing this because you have a deep-seated need for acceptance, you have inner work to do, and you need to release this whole notion that we all have to be accepted by everyone. We do not. You do not want people in your life who do not respect you and who do not accept you for being your authentic self. The second thing that people do that is normalized is people-pleasing. People-pleasing is an extremely pervasive habit that some people have, that too many people have. They do this simply to be liked. You people-please because you want to be liked. And you probably want to be liked by just about everybody. And so you people please and people please and people please. This is something that if it is within you, you probably do this to a very extreme degree. People pleasers tend to be people pleasers across the board. One of the things that you will also see with people pleasing is that you lose your own identity in the process. When you people please so much, you begin to mold yourself to other people because you want to be liked by just about everyone. And so you mold yourself into versions of yourself that you are not, miniaturized versions of other people. You take on a little bit of who they are. You're a little bit chameleon-like in that way. So to release this, This is a habit that will have to be broken and you will really have to take a hard look at yourself and see how you're doing this. And if you do it often and frequently, which is usually the case, you're going to have to be extremely intentional about breaking this. And the first way you do this is to simply understand not everyone's going to like you, but people like authentic people for the most part, unless they don't like or can't handle differences. People that are very locked in to their views and their ways and are incredibly uncomfortable with anything that is different, these people are not the people that you want to be around anyways, and they probably are exhibiting a very low consciousness, meaning they lack a lot of awareness, they lack a lot of deeper understanding, their perspectives are rather limited. So there's not too much you can do. You don't want to mold yourself to fit into these people's molds so that you can be liked. You need to release that need to be liked and come into your authentic self and show up authentically and be okay with them feeling however they feel around you, positive or negative. It is not for you to make sure everyone likes you. You can show up and be kind, be courteous and whatnot, But you also need to be your authentic self, and then it is up to them if they like you. 
Stop trying to please everybody. The other way we people please is that we go out of our way to do many, many things for people. We just want to make other people happy at the expense of ourselves. So that actually segues into the third old normal. And that old normal is that we say yes when we mean no. We say yes, and we say yes, and we say yes, but inside, we are saying no. Inside, there is a resistance. Inside, our soul is rejecting something. When you say yes, when you mean no, you are lacking the ability to set boundaries for yourself. You need to pause before you respond, and you need to go within and sit with something and see if it is right for you. Do not let other people pressure you into things. Do not let general expectations like familial expectations or societal expectations influence you at this point in the process. First, you need to go in and see what is right for you. And then you need to make a decision. Of course, there are things that we have to do sometimes that we don't want to do. That's part of life. So I'm not suggesting that you never show up and give your time and give of yourself in circumstances when it's warranted. But I am suggesting that we stop saying yes to every single thing because we have no ability to set boundaries and to say no. Figure out what is right for you and then be willing to say no sometimes. It's okay to say no. It's okay to turn down something. It's okay to not show up certain places or be around certain people or do certain things. It is okay. We need to make that a new norm. Honoring yourself and what is right for you is the new norm. And you see that expressed most commonly in doing what is correct for you. And that means by setting boundaries and saying no sometimes. That is simply a part of making correct decisions for yourself. You will find that you say no more often and you will find that you set boundaries more often. And in the beginning, you can be very uncomfortable with that process. Boundary setting can induce a lot of guilt, a lot of negative feelings, We feel so bad for it, but we are simply in an unhealthy state at that point, and we don't understand that it's okay. We've simply trained ourselves to think that it's fine to do everything for everyone else at the expense of ourselves, but it's not. You need to learn how to set boundaries. You need to be okay with the uncomfortableness of what it feels like in the beginning, Accept it. Don't let that uncomfortableness scare you off and push you back into unhealthy behavior. When you go through a process of beginning to make these kinds of changes, uncomfortable feelings arise. You have to learn how to hold them. That is how you grow. That is part of the growth process. You are growing every time you can learn to handle the uncomfortable feelings and still do what is right for you and handle it with respect handle it correctly, and still honor yourself and set your boundaries and say no. Now, the fourth one, and this one I think is one of the most important ones. It might not be the most common, but it certainly is one of the most important ones to me, is we silence our own voice when we want or when we need to speak up and speak out. We silence our own voice. This is like self-imposed tape put over our own mouth. We shut our own voice down. 
We do not speak when we should speak. Why do we do that? We usually do that because we have deep insecurities. We don't trust ourselves. We don't trust our own viewpoints. We don't trust our own thoughts. We're scared of what the response is going to be. We're scared we're going to be rejected. We're scared we're not going to seem smart enough. We're scared, we're scared, we're scared. There's a lot of fear underpinning this one. This one is a fear-based expression. And it is, unfortunately, one that is or can be hard to break. So it's not hard for everyone. Some people, once they realize they do this, they go, oh, God, I've been shutting my own voice down. I've been silencing myself. I have not been comfortable to speak up and speak out when I have something to say. And I don't know why I've been doing that, but I'm going to change it. And they change it. And just like that, they find their voice. And then that voice begins to get stronger and stronger and stronger over time. Finding your voice does that. Not everyone has that inherent ability to communicate, or they do, but they don't have the inherent ability to communicate their own truth. Maybe they can communicate on behalf of other people. Maybe they can speak up when it's work-related or something that doesn't make them vulnerable at all. But when they have to speak up around something personal, as an example, they begin to feel very vulnerable and they shut down. They silence themselves. The way to move away from this, if you're not one of those people that can just see it and change it, is that you need to understand, first and foremost, that you have a voice and that voice is meant to be used. It is meant to be used and you can tune into yourself and you will know when you need to say something. When it rises up within you, when something doesn't sit right, or when you don't feel aligned to something and you feel like you need to voice that, these things tend to rise up within us at certain times and we know we need to say something or we should say something. Maybe not saying something is going along with something that you're not aligned to. Maybe not saying something is not standing up for yourself or not standing up for someone else when it's really important to do something. Who are you aligned to? Are you aligned to yourself and your own soul? Are you aligned to other people that are doing good and need an alliance? Or are you staying silent and thereby aligning to things that maybe are not worth aligning to? That's one way to understand where we can use our voice because we will typically be called out to use it in those types of circumstances. The other times where this comes up quite often is in our interpersonal relationships. When we're talking with our partners or talking with other people that are really important to us, you know, closer relationships, these are times when we have to speak up about what we need, what we want, or what is not working for us, or what makes us uncomfortable perhaps. We need to give voice to hard things because it matters. It matters for ourselves and our own souls. It matters for the health of that relationship. If you can't speak up and use your voice with things that matter in a relationship, you're not in a safe relationship. That's one of the biggest signs right there. Maybe there's consequences. Maybe you get punished for it. Maybe you get shut down for it then you need to take a really hard look at that relationship. 
But if your relationship is relatively healthy and your partner is relatively healthy and honors your voice and you're still holding back, that means that you have some deep-seated things that need tending to. Maybe you're holding on to a lot of shame as an example. People that have a lot of shame deep within themselves do not feel comfortable, do not feel safe using their own voice. That is a trauma response. Shame is a trauma emotion embedded in our system. And so we need to understand that and see that we need to maybe address some of the deeper things within us. So then we won't be so scared about using our voice, even in safe situations with safe people. The last one on my list is silencing our own feelings in response to things. So this one is very common. It's actually much more common than silencing our own voice. A lot of people can use their voice, but they still silence their feelings. They don't allow themselves to truly feel what they feel. They suppress it. They avoid it. They neglect it. These are the common things. We simply do not allow ourselves to feel what we feel in response to the world around us. This is how we accumulate so much stuff in our own system that has never been addressed. Part of emotional maturity, part of spiritual maturity, is to really be able to allow yourself to feel what you feel. That is a huge, monumental growth within a person, within a human soul that can allow themselves to truly see what they feel and honor it by allowing themselves to actually feel it. And to go further with that, to know what it is they're feeling in response to something. What is driving that feeling? What is it that makes them feel that way? They are okay with it. They see that and they honor that and they feel it. They sit with it. They don't drown in it. They don't get lost in it. They don't project it back out into the world. They simply allow it to be. And guess what happens? It begins to dissolve. It begins to transmute into a higher level emotion, a healthier emotion. Let's just say it's pain or you're feeling rejection in response to something, you know, something that hurts. That feels yucky. It feels like a lower emotion. It's a lower emotional state that we don't particularly want to feel. If we neglect it, it still is there and then it's neglected and then it just kind of gets embedded in our system somewhere and we avoid it. Or the other thing we do is that we don't want to own any of our own feelings and so we project them out onto other people. We project them back or we simply don't allow them in. We do not allow other people to make us feel certain things. We keep emotional walls up between us and others. We keep people at an emotional distance because it feels safer, and the safety is felt in a lack of feeling. We only allow ourselves to feel what feels good or what we are comfortable with feeling, what we accept as an okay feeling state at that time in our life. But because this is a sign of emotional growth is being able to feel your own feelings, one of the first things you have to do if that is you is to allow yourself to not have such high emotional walls. Now, be discerning about who you let your walls down with in the beginning. This is really important. 
you need to be discerning because not everyone is emotionally healthy. And so if you have walls up, there could be a good reason for that. But if the other people are relatively emotional healthy and they're not harmful to you, let your walls down. Let yourself experience a more robust spectrum of feelings in response to this person or this relationship or this experience. And then as you feel these, as they are triggered within you, allow yourself to feel them. That's it. Do not silence them. The new norm is healthy, high-functioning behavior, healthy, high-functioning people, healthy, high-functioning ways of interacting. And this creates healthy, higher-functioning communities, societies, and an overall healthier, higher-functioning world eventually when enough of us can come into this new norm. So stop silencing your own feelings, allow yourself to feel them, and if you are not feeling a lot of things, look at why. Do you have walls up? Do you keep people at an emotional distance? Do you push people away that make you feel too much? That's another one. These are the things that require a little bit of self-reflection and be honest with yourself and then begin to do the inner work to accommodate more feelings within you. Allow yourself to feel them. The world is made up of people and experiences that offer us so many beautiful offerings of feelings, of emotions. You want to experience those. That creates and offers you the richness in life. Thank you so much for listening.